Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about my quilting journey and life in a northern town. Show notes can be found at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. Please leave a comment and we can continue the conversation online. My name is Vicki and I'll be your hostess. Welcome to the podcast. Today is June 29th. And what's happened over the last lazy days of summer? Well, it's actually been very cold. In the 70s for some days, but mostly 50s and 60s. Lots of rain over the last couple weeks. But my fairy garden is the greenest and the fullest that it's ever been. And I have a yucca plant that wants to bloom that hasn't bloomed in several years. I wonder what it is this year that's making all of the grass grow. It must be all of the rain. I have been busy doing a whole lot of stuff. Took a week off and we went to two Highland games during that week off and my parents visited. Um, I went to Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, which is on the border of Canada and Michigan's Upper Peninsula, and we watched lots of large freighters go through the locks. If you don't know what the locks are, it used to be a rapids, and then we decided as human beings it would be much easier if we put in a system where the water would rise and lower between Lake Superior and Lake Huron, and safely large ships or freighters, as we call them, in the Great Lakes uh, are able to flow through. And it is, it is at no cost, which I learned on my tour. I've been to Sault Ste. Marie my whole life, and I've never done the boat tour of the locks and the area. We had the best time. If you want to see some videos of what 1,000-foot freighters look like when you're in a little boat next to it, it's a pretty exciting time. Uh, We saw three that were over 1,000 feet, which is quite an unusual day. Um, Normally, if you see one or two in an afternoon, it's kind of a... When I was a kid, I would consider it a, quote, old people, unquote, thing to do. But you know what? Now... I enjoy it. I like the slow life, the technology, the beauty of the Great Lakes, and the birds, the last seagulls up there, and it's just very cool. So we did that, and then we went to a quilt. The quilt show on Friday is a small 150 quilt show in the town next to us. It's about 45 miles away. Our quilt show in my hometown last year was canceled due to, quote, lack of interest, end quote. I went to the quilt show, and it was fabulous. It was great. I saw a lot of the perennial favorites. There's always a Dear Jane at this quilt show, and this year the Dear Jane was done all in batiks. I have been bit by that bug again. I just can't let the thought go. I have the patterns. I have been practicing little tiny blocks. But what I decided is I, if I do a Dear Jane, it's going to be a small version of it. And I'd like to try the triangles on the outside because I think they're the best part of the quilt. So if you haven't seen a Dear Jane, um, 
I will put a link in the show notes and I may have gotten a picture at the show. The one thing that I did find in this show was they're finally embracing some more contemporary and dare I even use the word modern quilts. There were a lot of asymmetrical and improvisationally pieced quilts. There were quilts that were quilted to death within an inch of their life. And then there were the moderately quilted quilts. I like those the best. I do a lot of long arming and I can quilt any quilt down to the last one eighth of an inch too. But I really liked the lighter, more open quilting with all that negative space. The other thing that I noticed at the show is medallion quilts are back. We used to call medallion quilts or the ones that had a really big center and then you went around that center with blocks or strips. But what was cool about this is they were done in a mosaic form with a whole bunch of little blocks. You know, it's something that it is so difficult to describe, but when you see it, you go, wow. It was all in how lights and darks and different blocks were put together to make a jigsaw of a larger piece that looked like a star in the center with lots of different color around. It was, it was very cool. I like that. And, you know, there were a lot of other things that are just so numerous to mention. There were the 1930s were represented, the uh, Civil War era was represented, all in the color palette, and it was just a good time. Some of my favorite vendors are there. It's only had about five or six vendors, and they're the nicest people, and I got some great ideas. And my big excitement with the vendors is... Hearts to Holly Quilt Shop is in Charlevoix, Michigan, which is a little bit further south than where the show is. They have a fabric that is our Michigan stone, the Petoskey stone, in a fabric. And I believe she said Andover Company picked it up and did a large run for them. So I believe they're carrying it exclusively. Um, Petoskey stones, I have talked about in the past, they are picked up along the lake shores here and they are remnants of fossils from when the Great Lakes had glaciers on them. They're very cool, they're gray, they're modern, and the thing that I wanna do is buy some of that fabric, cut it out in the shape of Michigan, applique, Oh, I know. I don't like appliqueing, but applique it on a pillow or a quilt and make it the mitten state. Anyway, I think it'll be cool. And when I have an opportunity to go over there to pick up some of that fabric this summer, I sure will. So that was the quilt show. I'm only probably going to go to one more show and that is in August. I have some really great news. Yes, that is Grand Rapids Quilt Week with AQS and the collaborative quilt that my friends and I made. It was last fall and we got it quilted. I quilted it by the long arm and then we bound it. It was an amazing project with my group of friends. September for the Moda Bake Shop. I, w I couldn't believe it. It was one of those... I had a big inspiration moment while doing my um, creative challenge last month. 
and I submitted the black and they thought it was great. So I'm pretty excited about that. So what's the moral of the story? Well, I think there's three or four takeaways from all of this between the, the challenge, between the collaborative and being inspired by going to the quilt show. Number one, the more we practice something in creative endeavors, and it doesn't have to be any one thing, but creative, that muscle gets built up just like exercising and we become more creative. And that, that is very true for me. I've read that over and over again. And so my quilting has branched out to, to coloring and doodling and zentangle to long arming to designing and it just keeps going on and on. It becomes this great rich place where I can go in creativity and I come up with something that I just got inspired to make impulsively. I honed the block down and I love it. So anyway, the quilt's going to be oh, 55 by 50, 50 by 50 for for that particular one. And when I get all of the things gathered together, um, I will definitely talk to you about that more on the podcast. So number one is that you have to practice every day doing something creative. Number two, if you want to perfect one specific skill, like long arm quilting or free motion quilting, I've walked away from um, the blog hop learning. It's no different than when I took music lessons as a child. You really have to invest 15 to 20 minutes every day to perfect one skill. And the more you do it, the better you get. And it waxes and wanes with our interest in it and with how we feel um, physically. Sometimes we just aren't into it emotionally, but the more you practice it, the better it gets. Free motion quilting is much like that. And the third thing is, you're never going to know unless you try. We never really thought that quilt could be juried into AQS. I don't know that we'll win any prizes. It doesn't matter. We asked if this quilt was something they would like juried in their show. They said yes. I thought, what a fun little block. Maybe I could turn this in and it could be on Moda Bake Shop. And it was. Um, that's how it's been with a couple shows that I did get a quilt in. I just thought, you know what? I like how it looks in my mind's eye. I'm just going to ask. And what's the worst thing they can say? No. It didn't matter because the product at the end is a beautiful object that I wanted to make and I'm going to keep. So why not? So overall, those are my big three takeaways from this month. And we're sadly ending 10 weeks of the machine quilting blog hop. And I'm really, really excited because the last week we saved to be the whole cloth quilt sample. Um, mine's not huge. It's 44 by 20 something. I'll have to measure it out. I used what I, what I had on hand and I used white on white. Um, what was great was I was gifted some Omni fabric, Omni thread that I've never used before. And I really love it. Omni is a superior company's thread. And I always use superior so fine because that was the only thread I could get 
in my machine and have it be smooth as silk. Well, Omni is too. So I found um, another fabric or another thread that I really like and the white is perfect for the whole cloth quilt. Now in the book, The Ultimate Guide to Machine Quilting, and it's by Krista Watson and Angela Walters, they made a butterfly quilt and they hand traced the design in the middle and then they did their magic all around that. I happened to see Krista's quilt last year at Grand Rapids Quilt Show and it's just absolutely fabulous. Totally worth seeing if you haven't seen it in person. And uh, my picture isn't great because it was real crowded and I think it's blurry. But what I thought was I wanted to make something that I could make in a continuous line drawing a little simpler because I didn't think that I could do something as complicated as all of those butterflies. And I used a circle um, compass and I made several circles and then I freehanded arcs on a template. And then I put the white fabric over the heavily outlined, I used a Sharpie underneath it on that paper of all of my design. And then I took a Frixion pen. I've never used one before and I've heard mixed reviews on it, but that's what I had and it worked. And um, I have a couple little bobbles in the very middle where it's super tiny, but with the white on white, it does forgive some of my mistakes in the tiny areas. And then after that, I drew a square outside of the whole thing and I did like sun rays around it. And then I did all of my different swirls and curls and all kinds of crazy free motion stuff outside it. And that is my final project for the free motion quilting project. Um, I encourage everyone to try to do a whole cloth quilt. It's way harder than you thought because you look at a blank piece of paper and you don't really know how this canvas is going to go with your fabric and how can you trace something and it was a lot more work than what um, you might think. I wound up having it pre-planned in my head then I just executed it in step by step by step. So give it a try. If you've never done it, it's worth it. So that's this week on the podcast. And next month, um, July is a nice quiet month around the house. I expect it will be hot and then 4th of July will be here and we'll have a barbecue and we'll see some of our family. And I plan on doing a couple of quilts. I have a couple projects that I found that I want to add to those quilts to make them bigger. And I am working on my Emerald's birthday quilt will go on the frame. I have to get some backing though. And then it will be done a little late than my birthday this year. I pieced it last year and quilting it um, was supposed to happen on my birthday in May and June. But you know, I got a little behind. But overall, I think it's fun to set goals like that to help keep us on track. And then I will um, keep plugging away at the Quilts for Cure quilts. And I have a few more um, tops that are going to be totally um, quilted with experimental type quilting on it. 
I figure if you're going to practice, I've done a few small swatches, um, but I've decided I like practicing on a full quilt. And if you don't like it in that zone, just change it and do something else in the next zone. They're my quilts. I like them like that. So everyone have a fabulous week and quilt on. And I almost forgot, there's a giveaway on my blog, mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. Yes, there is a opportunity to win a copy of the book, The Ultimate Guide to Machine Quilting. You can go to my blog and there's a rafflecopter link at the top of week nine. And then I will go ahead and repost it again for week 10 in the whole cloth quilt. There'll be several chances for you to add um, your name to the list to win. If you want a digital copy, that's a, an opportunity. And if you would like a hard copy, a real page turner, um, you will need to live in United States or Canada for that opportunity. And we have been um, given such lovely warm reception from the publisher martingale and they are sponsoring this giveaway so check it out if you want to have even more chances to win you can go to holly ann Kristen, and quote and jenny's blogs too for chances to win please do they have worked so hard and have such lovely websites and blog posts regarding the blog hop you'll love it so anyway don't forget go to the show notes and i'll link you to the um rafflecopter and you'll be able to add your name into the drawing for the book have a great day